Hey guys, a little pre-show warning that I forgot to turn my um, good microphone on for the first about two minutes of the recording because I am a stupid head. So if you can't handle the crappy sound at the start, just skip ahead a couple minutes and get to the good shit. Okay, enjoy! Welcome to another episode of Reality TV and Me. I'm your host, Kirsty, and this week, as I'm doing maths at New Orleans, episodes 7 and 8, I'm joined by the gorgeous gals of Alter Call, a maths podcast, Aid and Tane. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having us. Hi. Thanks for having us. So, Aid, tell us a little about your pod, how you guys got started. We are both super fans of the show. So Tane was like, hey, let's do a podcast. Yeah. And that's our origin story. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Something exciting. <laughs> so is this your first season of doing the pod? It is. It's our first season. Awesome. And you're loving it so far? That pod life? We are. I do. We, uh, we have watched so many seasons. Like, she's watched... Tana's watched all of the seasons and I've watched like maybe five or six. So we like know the show down cold, mm-hmm. but this is our first time, you know, watching it as podcasters and it's pretty different to it, pay more attention. It is different, isn't it? And it's fun because we used to discuss it anyways. So we just call each other on the phone and then deviate to that because we are just reality show fans. Yeah. So it's just been fun. Like now we can just talk about it and have other people listen to us talk about it. That's all. People feel strongly. I was just telling Aid the other day that reality show fans, that's a cult in itself. They're very serious about their reality shows. I mean, I love reality shows. Like I said, I watch things across continents. Australia has really good ones. I watch like Real Housewives of Melbourne also. And oh, so, yes. You know, yeah, so reality fans are the best. All right, let's get into Maths at New Orleans Season 7, Episodes 7 and 8. We just kind of kind of meld them together, talking about our fave couples. So these last two episodes, it's been the moving in together and the housewarming, uh, meeting the friends, getting the friends to know each other. Let's start with Bennett and Amelia, our kind of hippy-dippy... <laughs> romantic duo what is your first impression of these two um it was crazy (laughs) i saw them and i'm like it's either going to be a shit show or it's either going to be the best thing the experts have ever done and Mm -hmm. i say experts in quotation marks Mm -hmm. i always call them experts because they've done things in the past but right now they make me so happy so so happy every time i see them Aid, what about you? Do you like these two or do they kind of get on your second nerve like they do me? <laughs> They're a little tweaky. Um, and that can be real annoying. Not real annoying, but I don't know. I, I feel like they're a good representation of... Uh, there, there are people out there like Amelia and Bennett and we don't usually see them on reality television. Mm. So they, they at least have that going for them. They're less conventional than the people who are usually on Married at First Sight. And they are proving to be very well matched. That's actually a really good point because they drive me mad, but I, (laughs) and I think the reason- Why do they drive you mad? I think it's because in high school, I was 
I was this kind of like Amelia of it all, but it, for me, it was totally put on. I was like, I'm going to be the hippie girl now and I'm going to, you know, like have a little ukulele and play my, play my pretty songs. And, but for me, I was just like, you know, it was so fucking fake and I would have fallen <laughs> for a guy like Bennett in a heartbeat and we would have just gone like skinny dipping in the moonlight and I would have been freezing my tits off and wanted to get the hell out of there and crawl into bed and watch reality shows but I would have been like yeah this is so romantic it's great (laughs) so I watched them painting a mural for this party and I'm just like I roll but I can understand that if it's real if it's if that's really who they genuinely are which it seems to be from their friends it is sweet and it is nice that they've these two weirdos have found each other (laughs) I'm just projecting my life story onto them (laughs) (laughs) that's fair enough because when we started Aid made a good point that some people you know wear their weirdness as a personality so Mm. we weren't sure where they stood if they were actually this way or if it's just I want to be unique and I want to stand out but so far they seem to be authentic so that's why I like them I think if they were fake we'd have seen through it Exactly. And even Bennett said that in this last latest episode, um, when he was meeting the friends and talking to Amelia's guy friend, you know, he said in other relationships, he has kind of put on a bit of a facade and tried to be whoever he thought the the partner wanted him to be. And Mm -hmm. being married, you're like, well, this is hopefully a long term, lifelong (laughs) commitment. You can't be putting up a facade for the next 80 years. I mean, we live in a long time these days, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I think it's interesting that they're trying, because they are doing so well, they're really dragging out this like residency moving thing for Mm -hmm. her. And like, this is going to be like their central conflict of their relationship. I personally think it's all bullshit yeah they're gonna be fine they're clearly into each other if they're still into each other six weeks from now he's gonna move yeah i agree i don't think it's gonna be the the be all and end all of their relationship i mean i did think it was a bit wild that within two weeks of of filming um he's already gone from only ever wanting to adopt to yeah i'll have a baby with you like (laughs) i'm like all right slow your roll mate like calm down a little bit Well, how do we even know the producers didn't exaggerate that? Because it just seems like they have to find some kind of conflict for them. He even said our only conflict is the kind of music we listen to. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's really nothing. They have nothing and they're, they're floundering right now. That was so funny. And it was like, Woody was like, uh, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's maybe let's skip ahead if you don't mind to Amani and Woody while we're on them because they're still pretty cruisy at this stage. Our kind of big drama of of the last couple eps is the hair cutting uh, scenario conversation. Look, I'm just like a white bitch over here, so I don't know if this is like such a huge conversation. How did you guys feel about? Woody controlling what Amani did with her hair. Well, the thing is, is that Amani's a black woman and our hair is no joke. We take our hair pretty seriously. So, and he's a black guy and I'm sure he's dated black women before. He knows. (laughs) He knows. (laughs) I thought it was interesting that the whole argument was supposed to be about hair, but it had nothing really to do with hair. Mm -hmm. It was about, you know, surprises, making big decisions, 
Um, I've kind of accused Imani and Woody of being a little bit surface because they all seem they, most of their conversation seems to be about how much they like each other. But this was actually one of their few times where they did go deep and talk about who who they are and how they function in the relationship. So I thought the hair discussion ended well. It was mm. it was well counseled by Pastor Cal. I love but that Pastor being Cal. said. That being said, Woody is a vain guy. Woody does care about how they look. Woody likes the fact that they're the golden couple right now. Mm. Woody wants to look like, you know, we are the it couple. So I don't know. I understand that it was about other things. I do agree. But I don't think he was kidding about the hair thing. He wants her to look fly, according to, you know, how Woody is. So I don't know. (laughs) There's a little bit of vanity involved in that. I think he would be mad if she came in bald. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think there were there was kind of a few conversations going on within that one conversation. You know, the haircutting was kind yeah. of uh, his way of of expressing this actual deep cut, which was like no surprises because his ex had had a, an abortion behind his back, which is a completely different conversation to shaving your head, you know? Like, that's a huge conversation to have and definitely should be the couple's, like, a a conversation you have with each other. But shaving your head changing your hair color whatever like she she's right she should be free to do whatever the fuck she wants with her own appearance and the deeper thing for me was that if you know when looks do fade as they are wont to do will he stick around you know and that's kind of where your point comes in um tane it's like he is very vain is it just for him is it for the couple or is it also including Amani and her appearance? So yeah. that's going to be one to watch. But so far, I mean, I love them together. <laughs> They're very I, lovable. Yeah. I love how their friends blend together. That mm. really always sticks out to me. Every time they're with each other's friends, it's almost like they knew each other ahead of time. But I will say Woody is a salesman. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like I know I'm being conned, but I'm enjoying being conned. But <laughs> yeah. it's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird thing. But you know what? I'm on the ride with you and I'm just going to go with it because they're fun. That is so, that's such a good way of saying it. And I'm, I am such a sucker for that shit. Like I will always fall for the guy that's like, you know, that is the, the car salesman. Like, Hey, look at my big shiny coat. I'm like, Oh my God. But, but so big. It's so shiny, but I know I'm being scammed. But every time I'm just like, ah, oh, you got me. You got me again. I'm in. <laughs> Well, Those two suckers also liked each other enough to have unprotected sex, ooh! which they mentioned on the honeymoon. He was not happy about this. They mentioned I, on I'm TV, so on in front of a pasta, and they just giggled about it like school kids. Like, yep, sorry, my bad. <laughs> I said it before. I'm like, if you want to be talking to someone for 18 plus years... Maybe four days isn't enough time to decide if that's a choice you want to make. Oh, oh my God. And Woody's saying he was shooting for a honeymoon baby? Uh Uh-uh. Are you mental? No. Gosh. He still lives with his grandma. (laughs) (laughs) What? Blew my mind. (laughs) 
He's he is a wild card, honestly. But I yeah, I do. I enjoy watching them. I can't help it. Even though when you put it on paper, all of that shit, and you just read it one at a time, you're like, God, these guys are fucked. <laughs> I think he surprised us the most because in the beginning, I was like, oh, he's just here for the fame. He just wants to blue check. But I did not expect this from Woody at all. I know, and the friends were impressed as well, which is always a good sign. (laughs) The friends were like, oh no, we we told you in the beginning we didn't expect good things, but look what happened. (laughs) She's like, oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Well, let's get to Woody's best friend, Miles, and his Mm. gal, Karen. Look, I don't know. For me, I have, I'm with Karen. I miss reservations on this couple. I'm not sure how I feel. Tane, what are your thoughts? Do you think these guys can work it out? Deep breath. (laughs) This uh, episode eight was the first episode where I could tolerate Karen. I cannot stand Karen. I've been trying, but she just keeps not helping me. I do think with episode eight that they have a chance. Aid can speak more about it. She thinks Karen likes Miles. I think I agree with that, but I don't know if she realizes it yet. But I think Pastor Cal made a breakthrough for them by asking him to say, what is it that you want from Karen? I like that he wasn't able to articulate what it is that he wanted because, you know, I had told, I'd said earlier that I think that he's obsessed with being a husband, but I don't think he knows himself. He's still so young. He's only 26. I mean... Six. Like, you're a baby. I mean, I love him. I do. And he's my favorite guy from the whole cast at the moment. Um, but yeah. he's so young. I can't get past that. And Karen is reserved and she has real reasons to be. I look at her and I just think, why are you on this show? You're not Zach. ready. She's I do not. think Miles' shtick is like being a martyr. And like episode eight was the first episode where he's slowly working his way out of just being the self-sacrificing, whatever mm-hmm. you want, whatever you need to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just glad that they're they will make progress if they can if he can stop doing that. Mm-hmm. That's such a and good point. And this whole wanting to be a husband thing, like his parents are divorced, which she talks about quite a bit. And you're just like, are you just looking to like correct their mistake? Like you just don't want to be them. And so you're like overshooting by being like, I'm going to get married. I'm going to stay married and I'm going to do what my parents couldn't do. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that makes sense. Did you I think with Karen, I was just like, why is she on this show? Mm. I'm sick and tired of people who come on this show talking about I take time. It takes me a while to trust people. Then go find another way. Don't come on this show. It's not fun for us. It's not fun for your partner. It's eight weeks. It's been 10 seasons. Everybody knows <laughs> what it should be. Don't come here and work out your problems in front of us. It's not fun. I don't care. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I mean, they would even the truth or dare game where, you know, they were asked dared to kiss karen was so reserved and so terrified and then she just gives him a little peck it's like we're not asking you to bone right in front of our eyes just give him a little kiss and she was like oh pda and gives him this tiny little peck i'm like girl calm down (laughs) and then after she gave him that after they recorded their first kiss, and this is like a moment, their first kiss after they got married, and afterwards she says, is this what you wanted? And I was like, girl, like, that's not what you say after you kiss mm-hmm. someone you actually wanted to kiss. 
No, yeah. poor Miles. No, I actually don't think, I don't know. I don't think she's into him. I don't think she likes this, you know, new age guy that is actually in touch with his emotions, which like, is that not the fucking dream? I mean, please. But, yeah. you know, even she even told his um, Miles's friend in this latest episode that she she wants more traditional values. Like, that's kind of her mindset. You don't need an asshole to have traditional values. <laughs> like, you just, this is why this, again, is my problem. Every week I'm like, okay, new week, I'm going to like Karen. Then she says things like, I want to be submissive. Oh, I don't want, I want a masculine man. When he talked about his depression, I was livid ooh, in that episode. Ooh, ooh. So I'm like, Karen, you've been so damaged by a man who had a child on you mm-hmm. that you have a good man. Well, we hope Miles is good because they always spring up on you surprises. But so far, he's good to you. So what is the problem? What do you want? A Brett? Exactly. Exactly. You want a Brett? You can have him because Olivia doesn't want him. Let's get into these two. Oh, my God. So many feelings. I mean, for, let's go straight into the the houses, first of all, the house visit, when they're collecting their things before they move in. So Brett and Olivia are both not impressed with each other's places. Brett calls Olivia's rental sterile, which rude. <laughs> and, and he's, like, picking up all her knickknacks and all her antiques because her parents own an antique store. And then Olivia, I mean her face walking around oh there's my cat saying hello hey baby (laughs) olivia as she's walking around brett's house which he owns and he makes very clear uh several times throughout the episode that he owns his own home look she's right (laughs) it's a bachelor pad it's empty there's nothing on the walls it's white it's you know it's a doer upper (laughs) As they say. <laughs> and she could not be less impressed. What did you think of this scene, Aid? I um I didn't like his place either. I also am like owner versus rental. And they kind of glossed it over, but like the locations, people in their commutes are a whole thing. Both mm-hmm. of their houses are in an inconvenient location for each other. But I feel like Olivia is actually a really fun, cool person. <laughs> And I think Brett has sucked the life out of her. So, so now we get this, In a like, matter of days. <laughs> like, looking for problems and doesn't want to change anything because she doesn't like him that much. Mm. So it's just, it's kind of sad because I think she's great. I really try to not think he's an asshole, but then every week he does things and you're just like, dude, you're, you, you might be an asshole. <laughs> you might just you be, might be. <laughs> He's a certified asshole. A certified asshole. Because the problem is sometimes he has a point, but the way he delivers his point, and I get it, is from his upbringing, if you remember his brothers and how they communicate. So he thinks mm. that's how you communicate to everyone. He's always putting Olivia down. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is in front of her or not. He's always doing that, and it's so annoying. It is annoying, and it's and it's rude. It comes across rude. And I think you're, you've hit the nail on the head there, Aid, as well, that... Olivia's just shut down from it. She's sick of being told she's not good enough and she's not budgeting. Like, fuck off. That scene where we had to watch them budget. First of all, budgeting is the number one cause of anxiety in my life to the point where I'm just like, 
I'm not looking at my bank accounts today. Okay, my card got declined at the supermarket. I guess I'm eating out of the cupboard this week. I'm like, I don't want to know. I am so head in the sand. And I don't get the impression that Olivia's like that. She just budgets differently and also involves entertainment and fun stuff in her life. But I don't need to see yeah. them sit down and, you know, have a little calculator and working it all out. Like, come on, no. But at the I think Brett's. I think Brett's problem is that his idea of fun has been going on probably very cheap dates mm. and seeing if he can get to a third date so he can bang him. Mm. And so actually having a wife who you like need to like take on dates and like maybe take to a park every now and then is like more than he can handle. So true. Cause it's always been the fun of the game, like that cat and mouse kind of chase. And now he's like got the prize, but he doesn't know how to maintain it. Maintain it. Yeah. And we're basically watching his insecurity play out because that is the root of everything. He's insecure about the fact that she makes more than him. He he just needs to have a chat with Bennett. Bennett is like, (laughs) she makes more than me. I mean, (laughs) she's a doctor. I'll and I have stay at home for part-time jobs, but cool. <laughs> because otherwise, I do think they're perfect. Not perfect, but I think they're a good match. I yeah. think um, Brent and Olivia are a good match. And Olivia is like, I'm going to go married. I'm going to stay married. And she really wants to be married, so she'll be patient. But he's just not. He's just fucking it up yeah. any which way he can. And she does look miserable. Like the girl that we saw even a, a few days ago on the honeymoon – she is yep. a completely different person now. She's just like, oh. like she's done. And I don't want her to completely shut down. We need some more Pastor Cal, Cal in here because he's just, he's a, a, a breath of fresh in this dark, dark world. I love him <laughs> so much. <laughs> That's so funny to me because I hate all of the experts really? by the time we complete this point. <laughs> they show up and they say things like, you know, you guys really should bring out, should really be bringing out this in each other. And I'm like, no, these two people hate each other and they should go home. But instead we need to make a TV show so we get to watch these two people who don't like each other stick around. <laughs> and the experts are the ones who pushed all that shit and I don't like it. Let's see, that's what I love. <laughs> <laughs> but did you catch that Olivia in the episode where he came around? She was trying to hint, like, you guys fucked up. I said specifically, mm-hmm. I want someone to do things with me, someone who can afford to do things with me, and you give me this lump of shit right here who refuses to. I think they edited that out because she was like, I specifically said on my form. And then. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I, I caught received- that. I got a no. for what I told you. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> and what was that moment? There was a moment that really grossed me out. Oh, yeah, Brett's talking to Pastor Cal, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm constantly attracted to Olivia. And Pastor Cal's like, constantly? Like, you're walking <laughs> around with a giant heart on right now? Because... That shit was gross, as well as learning about his chronic masturbating with his three computers and, you know, like this whole gamer situation that came out. Is <laughs> Brett saying anything that would make you think, yeah, you're really trying to get her to sleep with you? Because we're not seeing that. He's coming across like a horny 14 year 14 year old boy but at the same time like no one wants to fuck a horny 14 year old boy <laughs> hopefully not no because you would no. go to jail 
gross. And he's just, yeah, he's kind of just, he's a mess. And it is. It's it's all of his insecurities. He's, I've said it before with Jess, he's got this like puffed up chest and he's just like, yeah, I am man. But he doesn't know what that means. Whereas Miles is like, yes, I am a man, but I'm also, you know, sensitive and like I can talk my feelings through and I, I'm a fully rounded person. And Brett's just like banging on his chest like, oh, like it's just, it's <laughs> gross at this stage. And I do feel sorry for Olivia. Our little happy sunshine person is slowly, slowly fading into the dark. And let's not forget him talking trash about her to his friend in that one on one, because that was like a key thing that happened in episode eight, where you can really see that he's very disdainful and condescending towards her, even when she's not there. Yeah, true. That was disgusting. And he's and he was just so dumb. He's like, oh, you know what's fun? Watching your net worth grow. Like, yes, I have never yeah. had had more fun than sitting at home watching my bank account. <laughs> 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 come on yeah Brett. get your shit together i don't know do you think they're gonna make it no no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, Not I, unless, I like that uh there's a point in the house um when they were looking at each other's houses where they were talking about who's gonna move into what house and he said the commute doesn't work for me and he's like don't worry we'll talk about it later and i was like in that moment we knew that he was not staying in this marriage don't quote me but i don't think he's gonna stay <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Once we get closer, it's kind of fun to see when one person says yes on decisions today and one person says no. That's always like a great thing to try to predict because some people just say yes to save face. And I don't know with Brett and Olivia, like, will she just say yes because she just wants to be married so bad? And then like he says no because he hates her or will they both say no? But that's a problem (laughs) for down the road. I don't know. I think she's slowly realizing that married life is not the bliss that she had uh, anticipated. And something else I think we like have to remember is they're about to be in pandemic lockdown. So Mm. I can't wait to see what effect sitting at home together all day has on these couples. Do you, do we get to see that? Do we get to see that? Do we? Oh shit. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) They're going to lose their goddamn minds. You know how everyone's talking about all these, uh, there's going to be a baby boom after the after lockdown's over. Hell no. Every friend I've spoken to that is married or has a live-in partner, they're like, I don't want that person to ever touch me again. <laughs> <laughs> I think the divorce boom has already started. Uh-huh. People are like, I can't, can't stay in this house. <laughs> Exactly. It's going to be a divorce boom, not a freaking baby boom. I mean, maybe people are having sex out of pure boredom, but I don't know. I don't know. I will say a lot of celebrities are announcing pregnancies, though. There's been a lot of celebrity pregnancies and stuff in this time. Yes. I, I know the latest one was Lala that came out this week and... Obviously, Stassi's got that bump growing. So happy for you. But do you know who's pissed? Brittany. Oh, yeah. Supposed to be the first to have the baby. (laughs) I love this so much. Little segue into Vanderpump Rules, guys. Um, I, so Brittany and Jax had decided not to get pregnant and they, they revealed this to Andy Cohen, um, on Watch What Happens Live or something. And, um, 
they decided not to get pregnant until after Lala and Stasi's weddings so they could drink. Now, does this not just sum up this entire fucking couple? <laughs> <laughs> breathe, breathe, Tane. <laughs> and now everybody else just went along with their lives and got pregnant because they're not waiting around for events so they could get pissed if they want to. They just decided, you know, why not? We'll get pregnant. That's what we want in our life. And so now Brittany's sitting at home rocking back in a for- fourth in a corner, losing her mind because she's going to be the last one to get knocked up. I love it so much. I couldn't love it more. <laughs> watch, when Katie, watch when Katie announces her pregnancy mm-hmm. last, next week. Well, we have to have sex first. So. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but even she got Brittany pregnant. and Jax, she might do it. Even she not got pregnant. I mean, she miscarried, but it's just hilarious to me that it sums up how awful this group of people are. They've always been awful, but they hate each other. Please. I don't care how much they drink with each other. I just wish they would stop reproducing. Like, the last thing we need in the world is another Stasi and another Lala. I'm sorry. No, I'm not for what it. Do you mean Lauren? Lauren La- from Salt Lake? Lauren, yes, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren from Utah. <laughs> you know Raquel's name is Rachel. Of course it is. I mean, girl. It's like I, when I was in year six, I tried to change my name to Kristen because I thought it was more interesting than Kirsten. And for a day, I went around telling everybody, um, sorry, that's not my name. Call me Kristen. And it didn't last because it was too embarrassing to keep correcting people. And at 12 years old, I realized the shame in what I was trying to do. Now, Lala is a 30-year-old woman um, and hasn't come to, to realize that her cartoon Lala name is isn't as isn't as is more embarrassing than just going by good old Lauren or Loza as we would call her in Australia because we are scum. So I just think, <laughs> girls, sit down. Let's get back into Married at First Sight. Little segue there. We've got our final couple, and look, I'm glad we're finishing on these two because they're going to bring the mood down. Christina and Henry. Wow, wow, wow. First off, I believe that that Henry is really just like Karen and that if he was matched with a normal person, he would still be running around saying, I'm just slow to open up. Mm. I don't think so. I think so. I I agree. You don't think so? Go ahead. I don't think so. I think, yes, he is slow to open up and all that, but I don't think he will be this bad because we've seen that Henry is a completely different person when he's not alone with Christina. When he's not alone with Christina, I'm like, who is this guy? Where have you been? There is no whistle in the conversation. And as we pointed out, Henry is an alcoholic beside her. He always has a glass of wine because he can't deal. (laughs) So I don't think so. If he had like Olivia... He would flourish. I really think so. He's friends with Trishel, for God's sakes. He has it in him. It's just Christina is a war. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, Christina. the Trishel of it all confuses me because, yeah, he does have these, all of his friends, and we saw this at the housewarming, all of his friends are extroverted people. I'm like, mm-hmm. how does Henry, like, wah, wah, like he's bloody Eeyore coming in the room. How does he fit into this group? He must have some zest in him somewhere. 
But it's like squeezing blood from a stone. I actually feel sorry for Christina. Yeah. I feel sorry for her too, but... I feel sorry for her, but I think she's kind of a little bit trash. Um, (laughs) She's a dick. (laughs) You took so long to get the... She's, um, I just think she's a little bit, um, she's fucking trash. (laughs) I'm like, you're a flight attendant. You deal with the public. Like, you wouldn't want people on the plane talking to you the way you talk to the crew. I mean, I do think it's partly Henry's fault because I think if Henry would just talk to her, she would not go off. Mm. But yeah, it's a little the crew thing. And yeah, you don't want to talk shit to the crew. They edit you. They 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 have the footage and they will show it. Yeah, exactly. We have seen. We've seen it a few times. Yeah, from her. And we saw it at the wedding day. We've seen it a couple times in the last couple episodes as well. I, and I think it's just going to keep on coming. And I'm sure everyone has their moments when they snap. But she has definitely rubbed someone the wrong way because they're showing it every time now. <laughs> yep. I said in 10 seasons, we are seeing a cameraman. I've never seen a cameraman in the entire history of this show. But we saw that. We saw a producer. So that's how we know they do, they're not fans. Of Christina, mm-hmm. but you know that argument that Henry and Christina had at the end of episode eight was Ooh. epic. I mean, I've never seen anything like it, and it was just <laughs> uh, it was like a, a beautiful, just gorgeous train wreck. You know, you can't look away. Can you imagine? I mean, uh, the tension just watching it. Imagine being the producer standing in that room, just the silence in there as Henry's eating his little piece of fish. You know, it's quite good. And Christina walks back in the room. She's like, so you're going to have to help me out a little bit here. I'm like, oh, my God, everyone run for the hills. She's not wrong. And that's the sad part exactly. about it. Because I... I try to remember that she has a valid point. He's not giving her anything. And it can be so exhausting mm. being the one driving the conversation, trying to do things, trying to make it work. Because I give her credit. Like I said, for certain things he's done, she's like, that's okay, we'll work through it. And he's not trying at all. And that's because, again, he thinks like A, that she's a trash human. So he doesn't <laughs> want to have anything to do with her, but he doesn't want to say it. I don't know why. But this is why they're at loggerheads right now. So it's just hard. But at the same time, there's certain things she does. Like when she said, why wouldn't you give me eye contact? That was foul. That was mean. Yeah. Doing. yeah. So that was cool at all. So I don't know. Christina's why that was foul. This man said, I have issues. Talk to Dr. Pepper. And I'm like, Dr. Pepper <laughs> is not going to save your marriage here. <laughs> and Henry always says... I'll have to think about that. Do we ever see Henry come back and say, I thought about it and X, Y, Z? No. <laughs> no. Actually, I thought about it. <laughs> I know. And, and, odd, and what was it? It's actually Henry's friend who said to him in the kitchen, um, you live your life so safe. I'm exhausted by it. I mean, is there any other? That wasn't other... Henry's friend. Oh, was that Christina's friend? Yes. Still, like, I was, don't know. Yes, it was I, Christina's friend. Because it was Christina's was friend. Yeah. Let us up. And I'll say this again. Christina does not have friends. True that. She's 80-year-olds. Like, who are these people? <laughs> they didn't say anything. They're not. <laughs> Those were her some random. I was actually, because, you know, her mom doesn't live too far away from New Orleans. And I was like, I wonder if these are her mom's friends who she roped in to coming for this scene that she has to shoot. 
She does not have friends. They, they've got to be, because I was just looking at that couple thinking, oh, her parents have turned up. <laughs> Who are these elderly people in the corner? It's so strange. And the fact that she, we didn't get to see her place. She's living out of her car or some shit. Something weird has gone down. Maybe there was a fight with her mom in the last few weeks. Something's happened in her life and I want to know about it. I'm watching the show to understand who this crazy trash human is. And maybe she's, I don't know, been kicked out of home. Maybe she lives in a commune with these 80-year-olds. I want to know that fun stuff. The streets are talking. I you might need to edit this out. Okay. The streets are talking. <laughs> and the streets say... That Christina's relationship that was five years long was with a married dude. And that's why. (laughs) That makes all the sense. And that's why when she's like, oh, I don't have any friends. It's like either she subsumed herself into this relationship with this married guy or like all their friends were not the type to stick with her when they broke up. Or the married guy was also in his 80s. And that's why all her friends are elders. Who knows? (laughs) That's what the streets say. And that's also why she's homeless is like partly a flight attendant, but partly because she like might have lived with this guy and this relationship didn't end that long ago. Yikes. And he's buying flowers. And that's why he wasn't buying her flowers because he was married. (laughs) Well, I need to get on your streets, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I want that gossip. She doesn't have a place to stay and still have the audacity to make fun of Henry's studio. I, <laughs> I love... Studio. She made fun of it twice! I liked <sighs> that little, little tiny home. I mean, I know it's not the official... We didn't even talk about Bennett's tiny home! Oh my god. <laughs> that thing was so fucking cute. That's my dream is... To, uh, like, uh, I would... My whole dream in life is to have a tiny home on, like, a big acreage where I could just have like 70 stray cats running around. Look, it's Does your tiny home have a bathroom or a kitchen? Because his doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing. He's like, oh yeah, I just pop into the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you're on your own, Kirsten. Cause, I would, um, I would like, tiny house. I would like plumbing in mine. Yeah, I would like plumbing. <laughs> Amani was all, it's so romantic. Who doesn't want anyone to build a house? Oh, so Aiden and I are like, not, not us. We, well, we don't want... <laughs> she was comparing it to Noah from The Notebook in which he built a fuck-off mansion. Okay, it's a little different. <laughs> you know in that mansion that the laundry room was in the wrong place for doing laundry. And that's why I don't want a man to build me a house. <laughs> it's on, like, the bottom floor of a three-story house. Like, that's where they put the laundry room. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. It's like whoever built my apartment right now. It's cute, but there's not a single fucking drawer in the kitchen. Where am I supposed <laughs> to put my utensils? A man built this house. You I don't know, have man. <laughs> a man built this apartment. You ain't right. <laughs> oh, my favorite part of Christina um, this week was. When she actively just looked to the camera and was like, and scene. She cut herself. Uh, 
I was like, if this guy cannot talk to me, why am I going to waste my time? Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm reclaiming my time and I'm not doing this. I just, I honestly thought that was brilliant because I just understand her. Like I, the main thing I really didn't like was the eye contact thing. I'm with you on that Tain. but I, and that was, she did that because she was so frustrated that it was like well you know what I'm just gonna poke his buttons now and that was mean but he's like he's hiding within his shell like a little turtle and he barely pokes his little head out and when he does it's like me and my brother used to uh, sometimes not get along when we were kids she's like what the fuck do I do with that <laughs> so then should we be mad at the experts because i was in the beginning mm. i don't want to like it's very clear that he's socially awkward yeah but then i'm like again is it just christina brings that out in him but in his interviews he was you know pretty decent having a conversation because i'm like i don't see myself being an expert and casting henry he just seems visibly uncomfortable like why yeah. would they ever think this is a good candidate to be a husband on tv and in Christina's defense, it's not like Olivia where there was like a wedding, first few days of honeymoon personality, and then it shifted. Mm. He has been the same person from the, mm-hmm. the wedding where he couldn't even like say, hey, on your wedding day, you look beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do I look nice? <sighs> yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. tough. I mean, and, oh. and like his friends all said, oh, you know, it takes a while for him to come out of his shell. I don't really buy it. Like he does relax a bit quite a lot around the guys but he's yeah. still he's still awkward and he's still like shut down and he's still quiet like if somebody makes a joke he'll laugh he's never the guy that's gonna make a joke and I yeah. just don't think that that's the right person for Christina so yes if we need to be mad at someone let's be mad at the experts <laughs> I, I can be down with that yeah that's what we put our rage right now <laughs> <laughs> I did like when Pastor Cal was like, mm, Christina's got a little bit of a diva in her. She's got some <laughs> sass. <laughs> I love him so much. I'm very attracted to him. I don't know what it is. It's got something. It's got something, something. Oh, my gosh. Is there anything else? Is Have we missed something in these, in these crazy couples? Final thoughts. We- we love Woody and Amani whenever they commentate on another couple. Mm. Woody just has the, they both have pretty hot takes and call people out for stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they need to plant a couple every season to just like call people out on their stuff. The experts try to pretty it up, but other couples will be like, you're just mad she makes more money. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the Australia, right? They all get together and talk shit with each other, right? They do, but they're <laughs> assholes about it. Whereas Woody, again, the salesman comes out at him. He's just oozes charm that he can say shit like that, but you're still like, yeah, well, you're right. So you forgive him. I mean, I would die to have that kind of sass about me where I could just get away with saying some some rude ass shit <laughs> and people just like yeah well you're still cute so it's alright <laughs> I will say I like Bennett the one thing I like about Bennett is 
I feel like every week we learn something new about him. He's not surface at all. Like the rest, we may not know anything, but Bennett would tell us like the thing we learned about him, curating himself for every relationship that he's been with, how his childhood is, okay, not wanting a child or responsible, but he always gets, he's playful, but he's also not a serious person. It'll sound like he'll be serious because he says all these things, but he lets things go pretty easily. And I, I really appreciate him as a human being for someone I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That was deep. I'm going to do an Amani on you. That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> oh, let's go through them. Bennett and Amelia, do you think they're going to make it aid? Yes. All right. Yes. And Tane, what do you think? Absolutely. I will be hella, hella shocked if they don't make it. Mm-hmm. What about Christina and Henry? Aid, what do you think? Hell no. <laughs> I'm going to see. I will you... be surprised if they make it through the eight weeks. I will be surprised if he sleeps there every night for the eight weeks that they're supposed to yeah, live together. He's not going to stay there, is he? I mean, it's going to be a situation similar to Mindy, Mindy and Zach. Yeah, 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 from last season. <laughs> they're just going to kind of wait out the clock, which I can't think of anything worse. If you know that you're not going to want to be with this person, you're husband just don't don't torture yourself for eight weeks walk how else will they get you know what my prediction is we will still get this long drawn out talk plus a commercial break before these two jokers just say no yeah but we knew they were gonna say eight you know halfway through the season (laughs) (laughs) all right tane karen and miles what do you think this is a tough one Oh, that is a tough one. I do think they will. They might break up not long after, you know, the show's over. But I think at the eight weeks, they'll probably stay. Yeah, I think they'll give it, I think they'll give it a crack. Um, I think the only thing that could break this is, like, Miles is going to try. He's going to, he's not going to give up Mm -hmm. because he wants this. But Mm -hmm. Karen, I mean, she just needs, they could be really good if she could just open up a little I understand why she's so reserved. Like, she'd been through hell and back. But like I said before, why are you on the show if you're not willing to open your heart? Yep. And his mom might be an issue. I know we didn't talk about her, but I don't like his mom. She loves Miles like a future wife or something. But I don't remember his mom. Um, She was the one who told Karen that if she broke him, she could send him back. And she would fix him up again. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Aid, Olivia and Brad. What do we think? Maybe yes on decision day and then break up shortly after. Tane? Nope. Nobody. Nope. 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 (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of more with you. (laughs) Yes. And Brett would be like, I can't. She can't budget. I can't lose my financial status because of blah, 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 blah. It's not fun watching my net worth go down. (laughs) (laughs) And Amani and Woody, they're going to get it, yeah? Yeah, they'll be celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary probably. I hope so. I'm going to do the Woody Yes on them. I don't know why. I feel like we saw a preview on something. So every time I watch them, I'm holding my breath. Oh. Like, yes, I'm in it for the ride right now. But I feel something's going to happen. But hopefully it's just bad vibes. 
then I'm wrong. But because I want them to work. Put but those I'm not vibes yet. away. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> the vibes are not welcome here. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh my God, girls. I love you so much. Your podcast is Alter Call, a maths podcast. Do you want to tell us where we can find the show, where we can connect with you on Instagram or any of the socials? Sure. It's at Altacall, M-A-F-S, that's A-L-T-A-R-M-A-F-S on Twitter, on Instagram, and also on Reddit. Girls, thank you so much. I hope to talk to you again in the future because it's been so much fun. We've had a laugh. And look, I think that we have well and truly uh, analyzed these couples to (laughs) the depths. So (laughs) thanks for joining me. Thank you for for having us. (laughs) Ha 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 ha!